Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Oh, my sweet Lord, y'all. I am looking at my Patreon account, and I currently have 219 patrons, which is insane. Like, I don't even understand it, but I love it, and I love everyone that is supporting the podcast. You guys are my angels. And uh, yeah, there's lots of good stuff to come. I mean, so Jackson Brittany has one episode left. Thank fucking God. After that, the podcast will take a brief hiatus until season six of Vanderpump Rules premieres. And then I will be back guns blazing, ready to cover the shit out of this next season. So think about getting involved. I mean, 
the great news is that at any level you come in on, you get access to bonus episodes and there are rewards built into every level. So like last night I had my first Google Hangout with the $10 plus patrons and it was so fun to like put faces to names and meet people who are not only fans of the podcast, but are supporting it and people that love to talk Vanderpump rules because that's obviously my obsession. So it's stuff like that. That's like, it's a way to connect with you guys. And I want to make sure that anyone who gives me something gets something great in return. So think about getting involved. $1 gets you a lot of lols. If you're interested in checking it out or getting more info, you can visit www.patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And now without further ado, we're getting this show on the fucking road. You're listening to the sexy unique podcast. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm like your I'm host, you. Laura Marie like Shane Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up. London with the beach, here we go so in. Then we go with a friend, you'll be both in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Lara and Ryan. Speaking, at, speaking to you from the ranch. <laughs> speaking to you from the seventh circle of hail, where we are now. Speaking to you from Sherry's trunk, because she found <laughs> us and she broke into our apartment and she's fixing to die. I'm like, I'm hogtied, <laughs> but I just spit the apple out of my mouth and this is my cry for help. Y'all help me. <laughs> help. <laughs> her trunk does smell nice, though. <laughs> nice perfume. The trunk of her Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the only solace I have is that Ryan dies first. Oh, God. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, I'm sick as a dog. She is sick. Both and maybe mentally I'm sick and too. physically. We'll see. And so my voice is going to have a little more vocal fry than usual. And fuck you if you care about it. They won't. Um, and so this also... Okay, We've now gotten to like the dark portion of the series. Yeah. Where like there was also babe I think some time was cut out or something like that. Because, yeah. Because now like we're three, days, three left. days left. But last but the, week but we were on like seven eight. days in. Yeah, it was so very, we're really confused. The math is not checking out. And I'm no math major, but <laughs> I mean like I can't do that. I crunch some numbers and it just doesn't track. Yeah. It was also really odd that, like, I feel like there was so much in this episode that we didn't get on camera. Yeah, what the fuck was up with that? I was kept writing notes in all caps in my notes. I was like, why the fuck aren't we seeing Jax flip out at the bar? Because well, they didn't, they, th- this is why, this is why I'm like, okay, this shit's real because there was clearly fights happening, like, fights happening off camera. There was a lot more that we didn't see from the bar. I get, like, it seemed like Jax just, like, lost his fucking wasted mind. We saw one clip well, we know of him that calling he was someone like, white trash. Yeah, and we know that he was, like, fully out of his mind. Like, he was his, out he, of his he mind. He was, like, on, um, I think he did so much ecstasy or something yeah, that did, he so, just he got decided to go. Like, he got some drugs in his system and then drank. Yeah, um, it was weird, though, because there was so much being discussed that we didn't see, and there was no cut to it, so. Yeah, and the the first, like, quarter of this episode was spent recapping what we hadn't seen yeah which felt like a real waste it's like i didn't come but here it to felt see- real to me that's why i liked it i was like oh these i was little- happy but i was also really unhappy because i was like you're you have one job bravo producers like you have literally one job and that's to follow these trash heaps around and capture everything they do and say and get the good shit and they didn't get the good shit 
I know they're supposed they're to be like, di- <laughs> they're supposed to be dumpster diving, but they're not. I know they're like, well, we definitely got some B roll of Jacks going frog hunting in the river. Like, oh God, fuck off. So no one ever came here to go see Jacks like pet a pig. So apparently, shit went down. Um, I don't know this this episode really it really kind of hit home for me where this is all about this is so tied into money and class. This is so tied into money and class because. First of all, it's like all financial control from Jack's point of view over Brittany. Yeah. And second of all, he truly thinks he has no respect from where she's come from. He thinks everyone's white trash. She thinks by he thinks by extension she's white trash. And it really is a fundamental belief that he is better than her. But he's also white trash. Oh, he's totally white trash. I mean, it's hilarious, but he has money, and that's the difference. Yeah. It's not a, for him white trash just means But he doesn't have like money money. He has probably good money, babe. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure he makes money off of, like, club appearances. Like, he's fine. I know, but, babe, he's not, like, rich. Yeah, but, like, well, first of all, the definition of rich is so different from person to person. Yeah. Like, for him, for Jax, for what Jax was going to be before Vanderbilt Pools, Jax is rich. Yeah, that's true. Like, this is, like, a big deal for him. Like, he's wildly successful. He's probably, he probably didn't think he was going to be this successful. You know what I mean? Yeah, So, and Brittany... It's it's just so dark because just more and more layers are being peeled off their relationship and it just seems so abusive. Well, he spent their entire like all he does and she said she like said this in the episode. She's like he does this about my boob job all the time. Yeah. He's de- he's already And I knew them he a- was going to hold out that fucking $12,000 donation over their head. Yeah. But but but, but by the like- way, sh- but by the way like they should know that by now. Like Jax does these things because it gives him power. This yeah. is like, it's a power move. He does these things so he can hold it over her head. And why are you surprised? And then also, but it's like, it's like when he gives this type of money to Brittany, either via a boob job or gives money to her family or like helps her, like pays her rent for her or whatever. He's basically forcing Brittany into like a silent contract, which is yeah. that Jax gets to do whatever he wants, treat people however he wants, say whatever, drink whatever, do whatever drugs. Yeah. And she has, has no, no right to, to say on. she cannot say anything because she took the money and that's how it's going to yeah. be. But it's like, that's not realistic. Like, you don't just buy someone's silence like that. Well, or and you so, do. <laughs> but then he it kind of shows that he does because yeah, he then does. she just, everyone forgives him for all of his actions. Because again, he gave. Like that was so that move of him giving the twelve thousand dollars was so manipulative and so smart because it was his way of literally buying the family's love and trust or not trust. I mean, they don't have to trust him, but but they was, kind of do trust him. Well, because he's literally like, no, he's female. like the savior. He's like the savior that came into the family. He they put their daughter on a reality show. Now she has her own reality show with Jax. I mean, in their eyes, he's given Brittany a bevy of opportunities, which in a way he has since she came from podunk fucking kentucky um but at the same time there is a cost to all of this and she's paying for it obviously and it's crazy because it's like it doesn't seem like anyone in the family is that concerned about her being trapped in this like financially abusive relationship like everyone's kind of literally no one says anything everyone's just like well where's the ring like that's all they care about they all they care about is auctioning her off to a guy so she can get married every time britney like tries when she's sitting with her sister tiffany like like, please help going uh, down the line of like every shitty thing Jax does tiffany's like i know i know i don't want to get involved what the fuck she's like i'm not gonna get in y'all's business and it's like uh, if someone was talking to one of my siblings like that, like their significant other, yeah, I would be 
in their fucking business. No, he's so he's so abusive. He's so manipulative. He's such a fucking baby, he's by the way. He's a five year old though. He's a true five year old. Like saying like okay, I, I'm sorry, but also fuck you. Like that is such a five year old move. Yeah. Like, I'm like like okay, you're right, but also like fuck you. Like he can't even handle that moment of vulnerability of admitting that he's wrong. He's he a monster. Right. No, he's like, a, he is the maturity though of a toddler. He does. But wait, so do you think that they like, cause the cameras were definitely rolling when he was about to get in a fight with that guy. Yeah, I know. That's So weird. then did they turn them off? I don't know. Did Jack I don't say know. like, no, you can't film this or I don't you know. can't Something use this happened. footage. Something Something's happened. like fucking not adding up. I know. And I'm going to lose sleep over it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, I'm sick over it, y'all. I'm just yeah, she's sick. sick over it, and I'm about to be sick over it too. Um, no, Jax is a monster, and Britney's options are bleak. Like her, they fit, are bleak. Her but it seems like, like she'd be happier in Kentucky. It seems like she genuinely would be happier. Her sister's like, you can always move back here, and it's like, great, you go live on Mama's farm. Or but you it go seems live like she was happy a- there. I don't know. It's weird. Like it seems like she'd be happier there. I don't know. I'm sorry, but like. It seems like the people there actually seem to, like, like it. I I don't know. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like... The one thing I'll say is, like, it does seem like she has a strong family unit. She does. Yeah, but they're also, like, not... But they just want her to get married. That's all they want. I know. So it's and like, they, she, like if she comes out of Kentucky. They're just so she... forgiving to Jax's shit. Like, that was wild. What was really wild to me is, like, how quickly everyone just brushed off his behavior. I know. Even Mama was even like, Mama, "You're so goes, good." She's like, "Oh," even though I love when she called him fat. But I love when she called him fat too. But she was like, "He's a man. That's just how yep. men are." She's I like, know. "Women take longer to get over things than men do." She's like, "My suggestions just don't talk about it." Well, anymore. because because she even said like, "Papa used to be like that." She had a Jax too in her yeah. Pa. Papa was a Jax. God, and also, where the fuck is our Queen Sherry in this? Brittany episode? fell in love with her Papa, basically. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, Sherry's Sherry's over it. She's she's chain smoking in like Arizona. Sherry's she's like really she's bummed. on the run. I think Sherry got really bummed about her glam last episode. And <laughs> she then saw the cut. She got. She saw the, the edit. Of, yeah, she saw the edit of last week's episode. And was like she's ah! having like an extreme home. She's having an extreme face makeover, yeah. and then she's gonna come back next episode bigger and better than ever. I hope so. I missed her this episode. Maybe she'll have her true entrance next episode, where it'll be like. Doot! And she just shoots Jax with her like tit guns. Yeah, totally. I, I think that uh, I really hope for that too. I hope Sherry's off like in Miami trying to find John, the guy that Jax had like the gay affair with and like oh, so she can bringing shoot him. him back to Kentucky oh. so she can like hold him at gunpoint and they force him like into a, confession. The townspeople can swarm him. Yeah. And then she and the John line them up and then they just, she and Don line John and <laughs> Jax up. a private eye. Yeah. I love that to find him yeah. in Miami. And I then they that. like bring them back to sacrifice them in front of the entire town of That's Winchester. That's the finale. That's a giant like, gay hate crime. Yeah. I mean, I'm souls. I mean, it's like Jax deserves it at this point. I mean, Jax is just a Can you truly... imagine having a daughter and then having her be in a relationship with someone like Jax? No, and then but apparently they to... can because again, like comparatively, she's hit the jackpot. Like it's like it's like okay, she stays in Kentucky, she gets knocked up, 
she with some guy, whatever. It's like it's like here's the thing. Although that ex boyfriend she had seemed really sweet from like the two minutes he was on camera. Yeah, I but the reality nice. is okay. Here's the deal. Like you fall in love with a Jacks type in Kentucky who has no money and therefore gives you new opportunities, or you fall in love with a Jacks type in L.A. who's Jacks and who's rich and can give you at least money. And like, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, babe. I think their priorities are really fucked up. I think that they're really concerned in just getting Britney married off. And they're not actually being discerning or critical of the guy that she's actually falling in love with. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. 
Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember when I said, I feel like I said the first episode of this podcast, I was like, Jax would thrive in this type of environment because he's like a Kentucky 10 and these women are really glamored by him. Yeah. And now of I feel like that's are. always, that's come around full circle. Yeah. Because it's like the whole thing. Like think about these people filming a reality show. I mean, I'm sure it's the fucking talk of the town. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's like the town is a buzz. With filming going on. Like, I know. I was they're, like, like when, ro- they're like royalty, but yeah. I'm sure. When Jackson Mama went into that pub, I was like, God, every must be shitting By the way, the food themselves. they ordered, what the fuck did they order? Okay, well. The Rufus? Mama's sandwich looked really good. Yeah, it did. But it it like did. Chicken, I was like, yum. And it, then it, it, it was like, went to chicken. Jax's sandwich. It looked like the bread had been dipped in chocolate. No, I know. It was called I the was Rufus. I was like, what is that? It was called the Rufus. And I don't, but she ordered a chicken salad sandwich, She right? ordered a chicken salad on a croissant, which but looked it, incredible. I know, but it did not look like. <laughs> it looked good. There babe. was no salad being had, but yeah. Maybe it was a chicken salad. Oh, yeah. Do you know what that yeah, is? I know what that is. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it didn't look like a, a chicken, chicken salad, salad sandwich. sandwich. Didn't look like it. Yeah, it looked exactly like a chicken salad croissant. It looked unhealthy. Well, chicken salad on a croissant is not a healthy yeah, meal. Yeah. But the Rufus was like what Elvis Presley died while she The Rufus looked the- like. Two Toilet. slices of flourless chocolate cake with then, icing on them. And then, and literally, then like, and literally Jackson's the audacity to like be eating that while he's talking about Britney's weight gain, which made me lol. He was like, I don't know, she eats a lot. He's as he's literally eating like deep fried Oreos and then like, chasing them with like a fucking bottle of chocolate syrup. Oh my god, when he asked Mama when he was like, Where, where have I gained weight? I thought for a second she was gonna be like, Well, your face has gotten wider. Like I was waiting for her to say that. And then See, she grandmas didn't. don't care. Grandmas will fucking give it to you straight with with weight gain yeah grandmas keep it real yeah they do they really do then jackson britney have to do chores yeah which is just awkward because they hate each other and it's really weird and you can tell that like jackson knows that he's fucked up but he does not want to own any of it so he just hates it and i love how he's like can't you just get over it yeah i know get over it what and it's like you don't get it he doesn't get it He's a monster. Oh, my God. Wait, when Jax also... There was one good flashback. Like, the one... Aside from Jax, like, trying to come at that guy, there was the other one where Jax is like, I had a fishbowl. Like, have you ever had one of those? To oh, mama? I know. And it's like, no. Just... And then it just cuts to him drinking, like, three of them. I know. And the the friend was like, hey, that's mine. Oh, yeah. It was like one of Britney's drunk girlfriends who was like... <laughs> like <laughs> she like howled in the corner. Yeah, I was obsessed with her. I loved her. Was that what's That's her Ashley. face? Yeah, 
It's Ashley. Yeah. Ashley, not Sarah. You have Sarah's her back. The, you Sarah's have her the back. blonde. Sarah's, Ashley is the Sarah's the smarter one who's like, you're an asshole. And then Ashley's the one who's just always drunk and like down for whatever. Ashley's like, yeah, she doesn't care. She's like a <laughs> she's, she's like, like a feral so, cat. She's been blackout for <laughs> yeah. decades now. Yeah. She's like, I have kids? Really? <laughs> what? what? I knew something was missing. You're crazy. You're crazy. Um, fishbowl. Then Jax makes like a shady reference to Tom and Katie, which I lived for. Oh, I know. That I was know. everything it's to true, me. It's true, though. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Light a candle and say a prayer for that relationship, y'all. They're still together. I know. For now. For now. The second they have kids, though, they'll be together forever. Cause oh, my God. Tom won't ever break up with her. Yeah. Mom, but. That's not about them. Um, then Jack says he got Brittany a gym membership. I just cannot believe like how many By the way, times... you know he's made comments about her weight to her of face. Of course he I've has. I've never mentioned it. Give me a fucking break. That's a fucking lie. Yeah. He has mentioned it. Just not You've on You've mentioned it to her entire family on camera. And I know. And I wish she would just come up with a new line other than she's lost her spark. There's thing about that sentence that really bothers me. And he just uses it over and over again. It's like he's reading a, um, a teleprompter. Like seriously. <laughs> Someone on the patron Google Hangout pointed out, they were like, every time Jack says Britney's lost her spark to one of Britney's family members, the family member says, oh, she's lost her sparkle. Like, they think it's lost her sparkle, and he says it's lost her spark, and then it just goes back and forth, and no one really reaches an understanding. Yeah, the the sparkle? She has spark. Like, oh, I love that. I love that that bit, that that Kentuckified. Yeah translator i know like jack there's a different way also it just shows that jacks doesn't know anything about like mental health or like he doesn't no, even know what he's talking not. but about. Yeah, it's not even about that it's like i don't think he even really necessarily believes what he's saying he just is looking for a way out which makes the whole thing just kind of more despicable which is you know is impressive to be honest everyone is brainwashed by jacks at this point yeah, except for Don. My, my amore, Don. Mi amore, Don. Mi amore, Don. A Don Juan. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd fly Te him amo, out. Don. I'd fly him out. What if I became Don Sugar Daddy? <sighs> I was like, I'll pay you $20,000 a week to be my boyfriend. If you paid Don 20 that means he would have to come on this podcast. Yeah. And as then, part of his duties. And then he could co-host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Don. dream come true. If you did that, and then what if the first episode of Sexy Unique Podcast after the hiatus when Vanderpump Rules come back is me and Don? What if Don's an actor? What if he was, like, literally... Because sometimes Don seems like he was taken out of central casting of, like, what you would think, like, a Kentucky dad would be. I honestly think they may have hired him. I'm, I think I've seen him on, like, a Geico commercial. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I don't, like... When he was, like, I don't trust that Jax Taylor, I was, like, is he reading a, a cue card? No, like, Don is just, like, as real as it gets. I know. Sometimes it's so real that it doesn't feel real, but it's so real that it's real. You know? Yeah. Don is my king still. And he had He's a, the only one that is questioning Jax and is like, ew, he seems like a shithead. Yeah. Don's not having it. But, okay, did you notice and did you get turned on when Don invited Brittany over and then they both held hot dogs and prayed yeah. over them? I thought they were going to fuck. Wasn't that the most pornographic thing you've ever seen on this season? It was. It, it felt like they were going to just, she was going to rip off her clothes and they were going to fuck right by that bonfire. No, I was just ready for him to like deep throat a hot dog right out. He's like, in Jesus oh, name we I pray. My Amen. mind goes to incest, but yours just goes to like. I know incest throat. between Brittany and Don, which was yeah, never on the table. It's not actually, that actually isn't hot for me and I love incest. I know that wasn't like no, part not, of the deal. Not, no, I was I just like lie. wanting Don to like get handsy with the hot dog. Yeah. And just kind of like, mm, I love you. Who do we all have? You. Mm, I love that he's like 
come over for dinner and then it's a hot dog. I know. Like there would be barbecuing. It's like, okay. She's like, we're just all going to cook out. And then it was a hot dog. <laughs> I mean, it looked like a good hot dog. It look good. And I love a good hot dog. So it just seemed like a casual, pretty casual for a dinner. I agree. Also, what time of year is it? What do you mean? Like when they're filming, what time of year? She's oh, like, it's know. chilly outside. They're like in like scarves and coats at one point. I don't know. I thought it was summer. I don't know. Time to put it in the Google. Oh my God. Wait, speaking of incest. What? That really reminds me of a question that we had this week. Oh, what is it? From Jen. Didn't we talk about incest last week or something like that? Yeah. But this is... When are you not talking about incest? I'm talking about incest. It's my loop. Not VPR related, but after hearing the bonus episode podcast, I stumbled upon the trailer for Walking Out, and all I can think of is Ryan's journey into the dark web porn storylines with son and father relationships. I need help. Have you seen this trailer? What is it? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, let's watch it. I pulled it up. It's a trailer starring Matt Bomer. No. Matt Bomer's in this? Yeah. Is it new? Yeah. (laughs) So Ryan and I just watched the trailer for Walking Out. I was, I'm walking out. <laughs> no, I mean, I was expecting to see gay porn. So, I mean, like, I was expecting, like, a real incest movie. But now I understand why the themes of father-son incest could be evoked from that movie. Yeah. But it's a good incest porn setup. Yeah. With no payoff. But then it's more like a revenant execution. Yeah, totally. Matt Bomer's hot, though. Matt Bomer's hot. I would give that a D incest rating. <laughs> And yeah. not the good kind. It's true. You're right. It's it a D. does get a D for an incest rating. Yeah. But I might fuck with it. Who knows? On demand. Yeah. You were. You seemed pretty into it. I don't know. I mean, Matt Bomer's incredibly hot. The movie looked like chilly and cold and like I've seen it a lot of times. Where's the twist? If it had an incest twist, yeah. I'd be like way more into it. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it needed fuck, one extra step. Maybe they will. Who Maybe knows? they will. Who knows? Maybe you're onto something, Jen. But I'm glad that people are taking my incest dark web journey to heart. Yeah. I'm glad I could inspire and evoke. <laughs> if anyone else sees anything that's like... Incesty, incesty, we'll review it and we'll give it a rating. Yeah, we'll review it and we'll rate that it. That sounds great. That sounds like a really valuable use of this. our time. Yeah, I love this. It. So listeners, if you're out there, excuse me for that sniff. Sorry. Give that a rating. F. <laughs> it is an F. If you're out there and you see something that's like incesty, Ryan has a real thing. If you see something, say something. (laughs) If you see something, say something. I think that was part of the bonus episode where we talked about your like love of incest porn. I hope it was on the bonus episode. I can't remember. I hope. I hope but if, if it was, and yeah, the people, people, the people are like, wait, what? You're they're like, what incest? the fuck are you fucking talking about? Maybe this is what about. will inspire them to become Patreon members. <laughs> they're like, I need to hear what Ryan had to say about incest. I know. I'm like, I hope it's on the bonus episode so they can like make a oh, make it pay to play thing. But I don't know. Either way, if you're out of the loop, Ryan at one point either on an episode of Sex Unique Podcast or on a bonus episode, which you can access as a $1 per episode patron, he revealed that he was deeply turned on by incest porn. Yeah, and it, and, and it's weird because I've never been molested. You so. did reveal it on a regular episode. I'm now remembering. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Then I don't need to go through this again. I have cold, I have cold medicine brain, and then I wasn't remember, like Yolanda with her Lyme brain. Yeah, exactly. It's just me with Believe Sudafed me. brain. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Chronic Lyme disease. Believe me. <laughs> 
she got so many clonics, and I was like, how can you have that many clonics and still be full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh honestly. my god, I would kill for a colonic right now. I used, to, I got them when I was a teenager. You got one. I know. I got them. He says, I fucking I know. know exactly. I how got many them. When I, I got one once when I was eighteen. And I immediately went to Costco and had a hot dog afterwards. Yeah, you earned it. I love the food at Costco. Why don't we go there? I'm serious. The churros. This is really rich. I did have a churro the last time I went to Costco with you and your dad. Yeah. They're really good. I was raised in Costco. (laughs) I'm a Costco fan. I'm from a Costco family. I love that. Yeah, I think and yet you lot. shit on me for eating a DiGiorno pizza. Well, that's just gross. Like the co- the pizza at Costco is so much better, and it's like four dollars. It's actually cheaper. You should because you get a slice. You should have just driven to Mar Vista and gone to Costco. I don't even have a Costco car. You don't need one to get the pizza. That stuff's free. But you just go in and it's a slice of pizza for four dollars. No, you can order a full one. I don't want a full pizza from well, Costco. You could have fooled me. <laughs> Gave giant. Pizza. I like DiGiorno. Anyways, if anyone's listening who works at DiGiorno, consider sponsorship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should have what are those things with the Amazon wish list or like people. I should have an Amazon wish have, list. Yeah. It's what? just like Skippy peanut butter and DiGiorno. Yeah. That's what you should have. Sounds yummy to me. Yum, 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 yum. Um, oh, my God. Let's talk about the music this episode because it oh, really yeah. took a turn into like Indigo Girls territory. Yeah. I thought it, one of them said Kentucky Derby, but you said dir- dirty. It said, are you ready to get dirty? And then I was like, Kentucky Derby, 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 Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I really that was not <laughs> Kentucky Derby. That was not the song. <laughs> Kentucky Derby, Derby, <laughs> Kentucky Derby, Derby, Kentucky Derby, Derby. Yeah. I'm going to cough my face off. It was like, are you ready to get dirty, dirty? Are you ready to get dirty? It was like right when they Wait, like. I want to find out who the, this house band is. Who is the band? Reveal yourselves. Please. No, they're Please. Like hiding in shame. Yeah. They're like hiding in like an outhouse somewhere. It's like the Mumford and Sons when they're on the off season. I need to make some extra cash. Cash. It's like Halsey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Grimes. Oh my God, what if it was oh my Grimes? God, I wish it was Grimes. Grimes should do the music. The music is really good. It's like at a Grimes level now. No, as far as not. the music has like, as far comparatively speaking to like other seasons, it's reached a peak. Ugh, it's anyways. Grammy worthy. The other song was like, it was like Indigo Girls Ask. It was like, I'm just thinking we should make it work. It was like a really kind of sad. Whoever is singing has a lot of emotion. She's putting her all into it. And I appreciate that. I wonder if they have to watch the musicians have to watch the episode and then come up with music based on the episode. Oh my God. Like, like what inspires you? Like what? Like lyrically? Yeah. Or well, honestly, if the, I don't know. Or if the producers are just like, okay, like in this scene, like, Jax has gotten really drunk and he's like abusive and controls her with money, but like her family really wants him to marry. So, and they're like just permissive of everything. So now go and be inspired. And what do you come back with what you think? I also think that none of the songs are full songs. They're just what we hear. Well, I know, but that's why I think that it could be like they give them little snippets or moments and then they have to like make like a 20 second impression based on that. Maybe. I pray for this house band. It seems like. I pray that they get a bigger break. They move beyond. Okay, if you had to write a song based on my life for me right now, if I 
and you go and you're the house band of my life, what would it be? <laughs> She's going under, under, under. <laughs> She's been torn asunder, asunder, asunder. <laughs> Will she get back up out of those clothes? <laughs> Who will ever know? <laughs> That's my fucking song. For that you. is your song. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's because I'm wearing those pants again. She's wearing a really trolly outfit. I trolled. I tried she to think of what. to dark me out. She wears these fucking garbage pants, which I'm sure we've talked about before. We did talk about it. I'm wearing them again. And then I'm also wearing my most Kristen Doty shirt. Of all time. You could truly fit a family of 10 in those jeans. That's why I'm so comfortable. You should be like passed out in the beverage aisle at Target. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the night's not over yet. (laughs) Those pants should take you right to Target. Just passed out in front of like a Fanta. That sounds good right now, actually. Your song would be like, I need to open up my mind (laughs) and accept people for who they are. (laughs) It's time for me to let go. Judgments. That's true. That yeah. is that's your that's song. Yeah, I, I buy that. All right, it's not wrong. No, yeah. it's not. Oh my god, we finally got to see Sherry's. We didn't get to see Sherry, but we did get to see her pig bacon bit. <laughs> maybe that is Sherry during the day. Maybe that. Maybe Sherry. More, maybe Sherry alternates between those two forms. Oh God, I love bacon bit. Sure. Okay, someone in the Sexy Unique People Facebook group found Sherry's Facebook page. No. <laughs> and it is... These people are, like, super sleuths. It's like, everything. She posts a lot about Bacon Bit. Seriously? On the Facebook page, Our yeah. photos. Her photos are glam, as to be expected. You need to send it to me. And also, Sherry's man is hot. Her, you, like, current husband... I'm not going to friend her, because it, I feel it, like she would know that... What if she heard her Yes. We don't have any mutuals. Well, well we are we are recording we're this her from her trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FYI, if you're out there, call the cops. Oh, cops, please. <laughs> we're in Winchester. What's your favorite movie? Bridesmaids. Halle Berry. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. I really love that too. We're gonna go see it. Wait, what is the wait? What was the what was the movie called? The Call. The Call. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jenna Lamia was on it. My friend Jenna was. Oh on my it. god. Queen, she was a she was a nine one one operator. She was a nine one one operator that <sighs> couldn't handle it, so Hallie had to take over. I who could handle that? Who could? I would have been like only Hallie. Ways. Yeah, I loved it. Be calm. What's your favorite movie? Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh my God, sweet little Abigail Breslin. Bridesmaids, so funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go see that you and I. That's us. Yeah, we're gonna go see Bridesmaids when we get out of here. I tweeted today that someone would need to pay me like $10,000 and like a mountain of black tar heroin to go see Mother. I would need to be like, I need to be like mainlining black tar, be in like a cloud of just like, nothing can touch me. And then, I like, could give you a Percocet. No, ew. What about a muscle relaxer? In recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I like am. I can't take painkillers. <laughs> what? I can't. Ryan. Are you fucking kidding me? I was addicted to painkillers for like four years. I know, but you've taken them recreationally since then. No. You've gotten just a light buzz. Well, like two Christmases ago, yeah, I took it. And the Christmas before that, I took one. Yeah, and then <laughs> one time when I, we watched Magnolia, you took one. Oh, that's true. So. But I don't really, but that, but that. Well, I'm not here to like fuck up your recovery. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I say like with the devilish it's been smile. like it's been two years almost. Well, good and for the, you. And before that, whatever. You know what the best way to celebrate sobriety is? God, I'm just kidding. You know, it's funny. The last time I respect your journey, I took it was two Christmas ago, and I got I took it from my parents' medicine cabinet because you know how the holidays can get real, and uh, I took like two or three of them. I had no tolerance because I had taken it in over a, a year or something like that, and I I got so high, put on like the sh- this, this insane shoegaze music, opened up the balcony doors and just like lit, lit a candle and was like la da 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 da, and then I was like I'm starving. This is after Christmas, so Christmas dinner. I was like, I'm starving. And I ordered like a mountain of food from like China, the Chinese restaurant, Beverly, like on like called like Chinese Laundrette on Beverly, which actually is really good. Wait, really? That place is good. It's fucking good. What, babe? It's good. Oh my god, I've driven by there so many times, and I've been like, why this? No, what is this? It trashy? seems dark, babe, but it's yummy. Holy Claire shit! Claire told me about it. She was like, it's amazing. I was like, okay, chic. So then I ordered that. Oh, I, I started watching Will and Grace reruns. <laughs> and was just like lolling, eating like literally orange chicken chow mein and like hot and sour soup all at once. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed. Night, night. And then it was like, I like was still stoned and like could not deal. And was just like, okay, now I want to go to bed. And my, my brain was like, ha you're still high for the next 12 hours. And I was you like, You can't no! sleep when you're on painkillers? Not really. You enter this like weird half dream state where like, you're so high that you can't like fully go to sleep. So you're just like in and out of like consciousness kind of. It's fucking weird. It feels like a fever dream. It feels like it feels like when you're sick with the flu and you have like a fever dream. So it's like kind of and it's not fun. It's like it's fun for like the first 10 minutes cuz you're like, "Hi, I'm high." And you're like, "No, no, but seriously, like, I want to go to bed." And it's like, "Huh, no." And then Yeah, I've never really like fucked with painkillers in a very serious way. Well, actually, that's not true. They're really bad. I, it's I mean, been years and years and years. I'm feel, in recovery, actually. I feel really feel really blessed to have dodged that bullet. I love that for you. I do. You know? What else? <laughs> I don't know. It's just know. reached, like, peak darkness. Like, I feel like this is what I was waiting for this entire season is, like, I'm, like, I can't wait to see, like, Jax just treat Britney like shit. And then, like, it happens, and then I'm, like, why would I wish that? I hate this. I hate that this yeah, is their journey. Yeah, Brit- Britney is so sweet. I mean, she really is. Like, there's nothing Britney's really... Britney's sweet and doesn't deserve it. There's nothing bad to say about her, and it's just unfortunate that, like, her family isn't more supportive, and if they weren't so fucking focused on her just getting, like, wiped up. I mean, it's insane. It's so sad. Like, I really think that they would just be okay with her being in an unhappy relationship if it gave her a ring. They're so caught up in those milestones. It's But those are meaningless. Like, doesn't are, anyone understand? Like, I don't, don't get it. No, it's fucking weird. It's all fucking... I hate it. But... <sighs> we should start a Kickstarter. So... Britney doesn't have to rely on Jax anymore. We should start a Kickstarter for Britney to leave Jax. Yeah, a free Britney GoFundMe. So she'll have money to leave him. I tried to do that. I wanted to do that for Tom Schwartz. Oh, really? Yeah, and Amanda, Brit- like for- last season of Vanderpump Rules, I wanted to make a GoFundMe but for Tom the emancipation. Britney has no money. Yeah. But Britney's got to have money. She's like a main cast member I on loved Vanderpump it, though, Rules the now. One thing did me go She goes, I went from working three days to four to five. <laughs> Like, honey. She's like, I work two days a week. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I work two days a week. Yeah. I'm horrified. I'm just horrified. I know. So I really hope that Brittany gets her shit together and breaks up with Jax, but I TBD. I doubt it. 
you'd have to like enroll in five years of talk therapy and like gather up self-esteem bit by bit if sherry's not in next week's episode i'm gonna fucking no she will stage a protest she will and if we if we survive i'm gonna march over to the bravo execs offices to our old bosses (laughs) yeah on off of wilshire boulevard and i'm gonna just like picket their offices oh my god lol yeah i don't know well i hope that we survive today I hope that you survive today. And I you hope don't that get I do sick. too. We'll fucking see. Um, um. Well, I think that's it, y'all. I don't know what else to say. I think it said it already. I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes two of us. Well, say la vie, I guess. But goodbye. All right. Good night. Good night. This episode of Sexy Unique Podcast was brought to you by the following patrons. Meredith Good, William Jones, Jenna Griffin, and Johnny Smith. Because of you guys, it's all happening. Because I know, I know I'm feeling. Because I know, I know.